you're listening to the Embrace Simplified podcast, where you will be inspired to unlock simpler, healthier ways to live your life. I'm a corporate ladder climber turned entrepreneur on a mission to help busy women feel their best. I'm bringing you real conversation with all my favorites, and we're talking wellness, relationships, money, business, career, and even parenting. I want you to laugh and cry, learn and grow right alongside me. I'm your host, Kirsty. Let's keep it real. Pour your coffee and turn it up. Together, we are going to simplify our life. Today, I have a badass friend and new business owner to introduce you guys to. Melissa of Neatly Organized is here, and she's going to share all her tips for not just clearing the physical clutter in our home, but also getting the whole family involved. Taking a mess and turning it into a place of calm and order drives Melissa to tackle projects of all sizes and any budget. She brings years of experience in supply chain and is now taking on everything from large corporate projects like inventory and manufacturing or residential projects that can be simple yet so impactful to a busy family. Such a game changer when you feel organized. Stay tuned. At the end of the episode, we're going to announce a special bonus for Embrace Simplified listeners. Guys, I am here with Melissa from Neatly Organized, and I'm really excited to talk with her today because I am not organized. That's basically why I'm excited. (laughs) But also because I think that so much of our home organization and just our ability to declutter our minds and our environment helps us show up better as mothers, and it helps us to embrace simplified life, which is why we're here. So welcome. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Melissa and I, I think we originally met because our kids are about the same age and we always saw each other on the playgrounds and at pickups and drop-offs and things like that. And last year or this year, when did you start your own business? Last year. 2020. Um, It's the only thing, good thing that came out of 2020 for me. (laughs) I love it. I remember seeing you one day and being like, you are so badass. You started your own business in 2020. Yeah. Middle of a pandemic and a recession. Why not? I love it. Okay. So tell everybody what you did do and why you started. Before starting my business, I I was working in supply chain. I was working at a manufacturing plant doing schedules and inventory and purchasing. And I was wearing way, way too many hats. And I had to make a decision to take care of myself for once. Something that now looking back, I should have done probably much further along before. But it just got to the point where I was like, no, I think through the pandemic, a lot of us are stopping to go, why are we doing this? And I was fortunate enough to be in a position where I could say, nope, I got to stop what I'm doing. And I got to do me for a bit. I, I left my job. I, I wasn't planning on on this. It just one night I was, I don't even know how, but I was coming through and talking about organizing all these things. And I was like, wait a second, this is something I'm so good at. And I've helped so many people along the way. So let me expand this further and see who else I can help. And And then one thing led to another. And now we're here doing this. So I absolutely love that story because you were checking in with yourself to know that it was the right time to do it, even though it might not have looked like the right time for anyone else for even if you just left your job. Huge congratulations because you knew it wasn't working for you, right? Amazing. I love this. So tell us neatly organized came about because you loved doing it. You were great at it. 
tell us maybe a few of the services that you offer. So I, I help all sorts of clients from residential to small and even medium sized businesses, everything from organizing your pantries to warehouses. I have a supply chain background. And so applying a lot of that into our daily lives. It's amazing because I've done it. I can see it, but like pantries are inventories and we need to cycle count that every once in a while before we go grocery shopping. So there's all sorts of ways that they're connected. Guys, between the time that the podcast was recorded and the time that it airs, Melissa had an amazing project launch. She has designed beautiful, customized and age appropriate chore cards for kids. Now, I don't know about you, but I want to be that mom that has chore cards, but I've just never sat down at Pinterest and found ones that would work for me. Melissa's a mom. She gets it. And I love her approach to keeping the home organized. So I am so excited for Stella and Mason to be able to try these chore cards. And I'm really excited that Melissa's given every one of our listeners 10% off their first order. Use the code Embrace Simplified at checkout to get your discount and to bring in some beautiful chore cards for your family. When I hear you talking about like pantry and things, I'm like, I don't know how many times I go buy something that I already had like four of. I'm like ordering coconut oil, but I already had jumbo size one from Costco or something hidden behind the coffee, like saving me time and frustration and money. Like that is, you are onto something. Like <laughs> I think it's going to be really exciting to see how your past career marries into this like new business and helping because you're a mom and you get it and you have the background in supply chain. So I'm excited. You have to think of it like, like investing into your future. So you're going to spend a bit of time I try not to spend as much money because I like to use what we have, but you're going to spend some time today so that in a few weeks you have more of it to do the things that you love and you're not fretting about, oh my gosh, did I forget the coconut oil or, oh, where did all those other pairs of socks go? Or, ah, now we're going skating and I can't find everything. So you're spending that bit of time now so that your future is a lot easier. A lot of people, they've heard of professional organizing and they're like, yeah, okay, but what does that really mean? And so I think there's a lot of people that just don't recognize you might not have all the skills that you need, but there are people out there like me who do. So we can help you learn the skills that you do need so that you can have a, a life that you're enjoying something that's more calm and, and less chaos. I love that. And I think right now when we're not going on vacations and there's less extracurricular activities, people need to look strategically at where that money was going and then yeah. redirect. This is a time for organizers and therapy and all kinds of things. And you do virtual sessions with people, right? I do. Yeah, I do. It's uh, it's definitely not something that I thought it would ever be. But here we are. And uh, yeah, virtual sessions are a thing. So I have this embarrassing question. What if I had a room in my house that was just like a total disaster? Do people like get really sort of like self-conscious? If you were to physically go into their house, are they like showing you by video? Are they like, I can't believe I'm showing you. I have this room that needs organizing. Every day, all the time. That's exactly like, and it's, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've, I've seen worse. So it's definitely something that a lot of people are self-conscious about. But I, what I want everybody to know is, is it's okay. Our, our lives are chaos. Our 
brains are chaos sometimes. And so sometimes we just need a hand helping to get through it all. And, and it's all right to everybody being organized means something different, right? So I try to work with my clients to figure out what does it mean to you? Does it mean that all the clips are together and at least in a bag or do they have to be organized by color and size? There's different levels of, of organizing. Okay. Are your kids rooms really clean? I'm dying to know. No. Okay. No way. Great. We can continue. Okay. Okay. So if somebody's uh, listening and they really want to get started and they're like, what can I do this weekend? Or how could I get started? Tell us what you would say. You have a weekend, you have today, you even have an hour. You're going to want to pick something small to start. I have a, a method that I've created. It's called the bliss method acronyms. I love them. (laughs) The bliss method is what I would use for sorting through and decluttering any kind of chaos. So if it's a room or if it's a drawer, a junk drawer, even just a pantry, what we want to do is the B stands for bringing things together. Say we have a junk drawer and in that junk drawer, we have elastic bands and batteries, dead batteries working batteries, keys, uh, pencils and pens. We want to categorize the the things on a table into different areas where we can bring all the thing, the like things together and then look at it and go, "Mm, do I have batteries in another drawer? Maybe there's a bag in the fridge or maybe there's some at the workbench or wherever. And we want to bring all those things together. When we have everything together, then we can move on to the L, which is to let go. A lot of the times we have too much stuff and it's things that we, we just don't know how to get rid of properly. Maybe it's something sentimental or maybe there are batteries that you shouldn't go in the trash, which they should not, but you don't know where to bring them. So those things tend to collect around the house. We need to learn to let go of, of things a little bit more. Once we've let go and we have just the things that are important to us and that still work and that we still like, Marie Kondo asks you to tell you to find out if it brings you joy. Uh, I don't know how batteries bring me joy. So that may not apply to everybody and not everybody knows what joy even looks like. So I ask questions like, do you like it? Does it fit? Do you wear it? Or is it those fancy pairs of shoes that you spent too much money on, but pinch your feet and you don't want to wear them? So we have to become more comfortable with letting go of things. So we've let go and now we want to identify a home. So where are these things going to live? Are they going to go back into that junk drawer or should they go to somewhere where it makes more sense? Do batteries, the working batteries, uh, I hear they, they last longer in the fridge. So maybe a little baggie in the fridge or maybe where the rest of the tools of the house are. We want to give everything a home because once everything has a home, then you have one more, you know exactly where to put it. It goes into the drawer. Hey, kid brings home some papers from school. Ah, I have a home for it now. It's right here. So they also will learn where things go. Once we have our homes, we can set limits. Setting limits is a self-discipline. It's setting limits on how much you eat, how much you drink, how much you go outside, how much you spend on clothes. It's self-discipline that you're investing into today so that you can keep the new way. If you have this drawer that once was filled with all this stuff and you clean it out, well, what are you going to put in there? So you pick what you want, you create a home for the things, and then you set the limits and say, no more. I'm not going to let the batteries overflow or the dead pens or the whatever other things end up in the junk drawer. And that's going to change depending on what you're working with. Maybe it's a basket, maybe it's a little box, or maybe you've 
can't find the lid to that container in your kitchen and you're going to like use that to hold something else, which I'm a big fan of (laughs) because those lids never make it back from school. So I keep them to use exactly for that. And I say, okay, once this little container of hair elastics is full, I know that it's going back into the bathroom. And so that's where some people will splurge on getting bins and baskets and that kind of stuff. But uh, like I said, I like to use what we have. And then when everything is through, how do we set ourselves up for success? So that's the last S. We have to tell the people in our house that, you know, the people that we're sharing this space with, they need to know how this is going to work. I even set myself reminders and a few months to look through it again and, and just go over it because it's a lot easier to do when there's less stuff in there. The strategies for success are are so important because it's going to give you the time to reflect on what your goal was and what you're going to need to do to keep achieving it. So like I said, that could be used for anything from a drawer, a shelf, a closet, a whole storage room, depending on how much time you have. I, I would start small the first time around for sure. I love that. I can see how it can apply to like my closet or my pantry or a junk drawer. I can see that. But I love that you have a lot of it is about being really intentional. Less about the pretty containers that stuff needs to go into and more about making sure everyone's aware of the system and the limits and setting yourself reminders. I love that. Yeah. You have to be intentional because otherwise your end your homes end up as storage rooms and not as homes. Absolutely. Okay. You mentioned a couple times, I heard you mention involving the rest of the family and the kids. Mm-hmm. I once watched Marie Kondo with Stella, my seven-year-old, and I let her watch the very first episode where they had these kids help and they like folded clothes and they got rid of things and she loved it. My son did not like it. He has a lot of trouble with your L in bliss letting go, but Stella thought it was amazing. She like blasted the frozen and she was like, these are all the clothes I don't want. I'm letting them go. And she thought it was great. How do you involve the kids or the spouses, if you want to put it that way, but how do you involve the kids? I'm kind of more interested in how you involve the kids. Involving the kids is easier than the spouse sometimes. Um, (laughs) I believe it. Involving the kids, it's literally just having them be a part of it. When you're folding laundry, having your three or four year old helping you match up socks, learning about, you know, oh, these are kids socks and these are adult socks and, and just learning the very, very basics of categories and organizing. I know they go through it a lot in school as well now, but I just always have the kids a part of it in one way or another. Melissa and I could talk forever about business and kids and organizing and life, but she had so many great tips when we talked and I grilled her, you guys, especially about involving the kids. I didn't want you to miss any of them. So I'm going to run through some of her top tips that I learned when chatting with her for this podcast. Okay. My kids, they don't keep a lot of clothes in their regular rotation. It helps me with laundry and I find that they just pick favorites anyways. But if your kids have a lot of clothes, try keeping a bin inside the closet so when something no longer fits, it just goes straight into that bin to be donated. Such a good idea, right? Also, before putting away clean clothes, look at what's left inside their closet. This is your opportunity to ask, do you still like it? Does it still fit? And this can help you streamline how many clothes they have in their closet. Okay, when things are reaching their limit, 
You're going to try something like find me five books you don't read anymore and maybe even create a small game. Melissa does this with her kids to help them let go of old things. She said it's important to remember that kids want to know where it's going once they're done. So pull out your storytelling skills, mamas, because it's really important that you think about could the daycare use this or what do you think? Is there a neighbor who's younger than you? Get them involved so they feel like they're in control of where it's going next. In advance of holidays or birthdays, start clearing the clutter. You can even make it a tradition. Just make sure that there's room for things that they're being gifted. It's that simple. A big thing that Melissa sees over and over again with clients is that they make the mistake of doing the cleanup and decluttering while the kids are out Don't do it without them. She stressed this a lot and it makes so much sense. It might have the opposite effect of what we actually want and make it harder for them to let go of things if they've had things taken while they're not home. Remember, they want to feel in control. And now I'm going to make sure that Melissa runs us through the bliss method one more time so we don't forget. So the B is for bringing things together. The L, we're going to let go. I, we're going to identify the home. S, we're going to set limits. And the last S is a double S. We're going to do our strategies for success. Amazing. I love this method. That is very helpful. Okay. I want to know your thoughts as I'm starting from scratch with a new home, blank slate, taking things out of storage and setting up bedrooms, kitchens, pantries. Any pieces of advice for me? So don't rush, just go slow. There is no rush to fill your home with things just for the sake of having things. You want to be intentional with the things that you're going to bring in. So if you're, it's been a few weeks and you're going, oh, I really wish I had that night table or I really wish I had that closet or whatever it is, then you can bring it in. But don't just bring things in to, to bring things in. For me, it is kitchen, small kitchen appliances. I think I might have every small kitchen appliance that ever existed. And I might have four spatulas. I don't know why, because I love, maybe I love cooking and baking and people gift them to me. I have a crock pot and an instant pot. But when I moved, I got rid of the crock pot because I wasn't using it because I was only using the instant pot. It was challenging, but I let it go. But you can slow cook in the instant pot. <laughs> That's right. I sure can. And it's not like I'm having huge groups of people over anymore. So craft supplies, like I love crafts and art and our family does a lot of it. It's not like I just have them and don't use it. I do use them but there's a lot of them. And that's okay. If it's something you use and it's something that your family enjoys, then keep it. Wow. There were so many things that Melissa shared that I know were going to help my family. Okay, guys, close your eyes. What's the one spot in your home that would just be life-changing if you organized? What are the small but impactful things that would help make things flow easier in your home? Is it a breakfast station in the kitchen? Is it the hall closet? Is it the kids' rooms? Guys, Melissa offered everybody listening a free 30-minute session with her virtually. And I'm so excited that you're going to be able to have this time with her. But make sure you take her up on it. This is a gift of time and all of her knowledge about how to make your home simplified. 
So my favorite tips. So the first one is the family roundup. And that's where you're going to get everybody together. 10 minutes, you're going to set a timer and you're going to turn up some music and you're going to see everybody work together to tidy up everything. So getting the kids to sweep the floors, put away all the socks and the cutlery and the dishes that are left all over the place. And we're going to spend 10 minutes and see if you can get, you got to make it fun because otherwise the family's not going to want to get involved. 10 minutes, see if you can get your house clean, at least tidy enough for guests. (laughs) If we're allowed to have them, <laughs> pretend the guests are pretend coming. The guys. guests are coming. <laughs> it's like doing a fire drill, right? Oh my, Opa said they were on their way. Quick, we've got ten minutes. <laughs> we're preparing for the end of lockdown. Pretend the guests are coming. I love it. <laughs> the second, okay, pretend the guests are coming. We could play that one. All yeah, right. absolutely. My second favorite one, and people are going to be like, "Oh my god, yeah, yeah." Snack prep for the week, even if your kids aren't in school prepare those snacks. They're always going to be hungry. I just can't keep up. I've got a six and a nine-year-old. I cannot keep up with the food from that nine-year-old. And so I have snacks every Monday. I prep a bunch of snacks for the week, put them in the fridge. They're in their own little containers. And he can just, he knows that he can go and take one and go and not have to ask. And they're healthy. I do fruit and vegetables and I have them be a part of what are they going to be eating? Do they want cheese and crackers this week? They'll go through weeks where they love peppers and then all of a sudden they're off peppers. So it have them be a part of it. I love that one. It's so true. I feel like in lockdown, I have gone through an insane amount of granola bars, like an unhealthy amount of granola bars. I'm ordering the bulk from Costco. (laughs) Anything with a wrapper. Anything with a wrapper and they're like, yes, I need more. Okay. (laughs) You can have something that's wrapped after you've had had and some vegetables. That's a good call. I mean, it helps me stay on track too. Who are we kidding? Before you go to bed each night, empty your sink. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yeah. Yes. Good one. Put the kitchen to bed. Put the kitchen to bed. And so when you wake up in the morning and you're like, I need my coffee, you have space. You have somewhere to put whatever it is. You can fill up your coffee mug. You can do whatever you need to. But having that clean sink is like just starting the day fresh with, huh, I can now make a mess. It's great. I have somewhere to put everything. I'm a happier human when I wake up with my kitchen clean. It's such a, it's such, it's, you can go through, these seasons of just being exhausted or watching too much Netflix and you don't do it. And then when you do, you feel badass. I love it. These are amazing tips and so many great things that we can all take away and do. So thank you so much. I'm going to hit you now with our rapid fire questions. Okay, let's do it. All right. Tea or coffee? Ooh, coffee first thing in the morning, tea the rest of the day. Nice. Meditation or affirmations? Meditation. Daily. Nice. Real books or audiobooks? Oh, that's so hard. I don't know. I'm going to say I pref- I'd love to say paper, but it's going to be audio. Yeah, we're all listening all right now. Something. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cardio or yoga? Yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've had anyone with cardio on the podcast yet. I hate cardio. <laughs> All right. Your favorite essential oil. Oh, why do I really do do Tara on guard, but lemon otherwise. Okay. If you could live beside the ocean or the mountains, which would you choose? Mountains. All right. You aced it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you so much for being here. This has been amazing and so many amazing tips. And everyone, the links of where to go follow Neatly Organized and Melissa online and catch up with her Tuesday tips and all of the great content that she's sharing online are in the show notes. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Please show me online how you're decluttering your space. It will inspire me and I'll be cheering you on. So make sure you tag Melissa at Neatly Organized and myself when you post it. Thanks for listening to Embrace Simplified, the podcast. I hope you picked up some inspiration today and that you take action to feel your best. Can you guys do me a solid? If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. It helps more people find the podcast. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, shoot them a text right now and share it. I love getting those notes from friends. And I also love seeing where you're listening from. So please keep tagging us online at Embrace Simplified. Don't forget to subscribe so you can catch new episodes as they drop. Until next time, I'm your host, Kirsty. Remember, you have it in you to simplify your life. <laughs>